0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rough Air podcast. My name is Alexis, and I am the host of this podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the second part of a two-part series that I made about how I went from receiving rejection letters every time that I was going to a face-to-face to get a CJO on the spot. So I will be sharing with you the next Three steps that I did or tips that I can provide you of what I did uh, to get that CJO. So stay tuned and, you know, because this is going to be really, really helpful for all of you that are going to a video interview or probably a face-to-face. And once again, guys, thank you so much for just being there, listening to the Raw Fair podcast, whether you're walking your dog whether you're cooking, whether you're just about to hop on a plane for your next rotation i want to say thank you very very much so without further ado let's go ahead and start right after this welcome to the rough air podcast i am alexis your host and i am here to help you scale and improve your flight attendant interview skills I went from receiving rejection letters every time to work for one of the biggest airlines in the world and traveling the world as many of you dream to do. My life changed after I learned how to successfully pass face-to-face interviews and I believe yours can too. That's why my mission today is to help aspiring flight attendants just like you with actionable tips and strategies that you need so you can skyrocket your interview and walk out with a CJO in hand. So make sure your seatbelt is fastened, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. All right, guys, welcome back to the Ralph air podcast, I am really fired up because today's episode, I will be sharing with you guys the next uh, three steps that I did uh, for me to become successful in, you know, in my journey of becoming a flight attendant. And if you haven't listened to it, go ahead. And if you want to get a little bit more of a perspective about this episode, I will recommend listen the last episode of the part one of this series. For you to better understand, you know, the entire uh, process that I did, uh, of the five steps that I did to become successful and earn a CJO. Also, guys, I want to say, if you find value in my podcast, go ahead and share this over Facebook groups, over Instagram, and let other people know that this podcast exists. There are so many people struggling on, you know, becoming better at their interviews. And I really want to say, you know, share this and, you know, people may find value as well on this episodes and these topics that I, you know, help just to help you guys out, become better and successful and stand out in your next face-to-face interview. And also guys, if you haven't done so, I want to share with you my, one of my biggest strategies for one of the most uh, common questions in the face-to-face or video interview, which is tell me a little bit about yourself or can you share a little bit about your background? This is a strategy on how can you build this answer. It is a complete. PDF completely free, and you can download it uh, in the link that I will be leaving in the show notes. Uh, if you haven't done that, so go ahead and download that. Is the strategy that I share with my students inside of the In Flight Crew Academy, and I really want you to have it because it's just you know pretty simple and easy for you to you know miss that introductory area or part of the face to face interview. So Let's go ahead and dive in into today's episode. So the first two uh, steps that I did was identify my level of interview skills that I had, and the second step that I did was going deeper in my research. Both of those steps are critical important for you to go from rejection letter into face to face, sorry, into CJO. Why? Because you need to identify where are you failing, where is your level of expertise when it comes to interviewing, and what are your weaknesses so you can improve them. And then you can go and use those weaknesses and look for the information, right information for you to improve those weaknesses. And after you improve those weaknesses, let's say you struggle telling the story uh, or you probably struggle, um, you know, like rambling or your stories don't make sense. um, You can just go and research uh, and go deeper in your research to get information on how can you become better, right? And then the next step that I did was invest in my outfit. I knew that for me to get that CJL, I needed to impress. And the problem was that I was just using, you know, whatever, you know, shirt and pants that I had in my wardrobe um, that they were used for like a couple of years. And let me tell you that was not making me stand out. They were people that they were investing in their outfit and they were really dressing for success. But as soon as I went to the store, as soon as I went to, you know, um, to get my suit, my level of confidence went up. And I end up earning the CJ up on the spot. Why? Because I was showing that I was caring about the company. Another thing that I was thinking about when getting my outfit is that how can I really show them that I am trying to become a brand ambassador? And by doing this, I selected the outfit in a way that I can show them that I can be their own brand ambassador so they can reflect themselves in me. So I was neat, I was clean, I was perfect in my outfit. So they, would, you know, many people actually Was give like were giving me compliments about my outfit because it was perfect. It was neat. It was like very you know dressing the part, and I stood out by choosing elements in my outfit that was making me different from other you know uh, men's inside of the um uh, inside of the face to face. My tie was totally different. It was contemporary. It was you know colorful. It was not like just plain red, plain black, or something like that. I was conservative in the way that I was dressing up, but I was also showing a little bit of my personality for me to stand out. Um, Also, my shirt, it was completely blue. It was not black. It was not gray. It was blue with a little bit of color in it, and that's important because I was showing up who I am. The next thing that I did was I invested time in preparing, you know, myself, and I also invested energy. These two need to go along together because the level of energy and the type of energy that you put yourself, that you put when you're preparing yourself for the face-to-face or video interview, is what makes the difference. What I did was that you know I uh, I had the opportunity, you know, um, to kind of like schedule myself every week um, for at least two hours every day and I was investing those two hours so what I did I put a commitment for myself to be there, presence for myself and show up for myself that's what I did I was showing up every day in my room quiet with a little bit of, you know, soft uh, piano music and studying and repeating and going over the questions and going over my weaknesses. Oh, I'm rambling or probably because I, I have a language barrier. I was like, okay, this is kind of like the words that I am not able to pronounce really well or these are not like um the key elements or the core values. I'm not mentioning this on you know on this answer or probably you know I'm not saying this in a way that make uh that makes sense. Like, you know, it's looking for those area where you can improve them and make sure that you can improve those in the next uh time that you're practicing. So the very next day I was like what I need to improve. Okay, this and that. So let me just work towards those elements that I need to improve. And that's, that's how I went from like going from zero from my zero level of expertise in, you know, interviewing to a hundred percent being able to answer any question, being able to answer, um, uh, any behavioral question using the STAR method because I was able to practice and invest time. And the problem is like many people don't want to invest time in preparing themselves. And I had the opportunity recently to talk with a couple of like around like 10 flight attendants that were for different airlines. And I asked to each and every one of them, like, who do you attribute your CJL to and why? And nine of them answer that they give credits to their preparation level, which they went, um, you know, which had the opportunity to uh, go to the face-to-face, stand out, and earn a C.J.L. So that was like music to my ear because it's like, oh, this is what I preach and tell all my students inside of the academy. You need to invest time for you to prepare. And that's why the coaching program is amazing um, because we invest time in preparing you in you know making sure that your skills um you know become like go from zero to a you know a hundred percent level and I make sure that you go confident in answering, you know, any behavioral and situational question. So that's what I did. I invested time and energy and I was positive when it comes to like uh, bringing my weaknesses. I was kind to myself, but I also was honest to myself, identifying those things that I needed to improve. So that's what I recommend. You need to be honest. You need to be transparent with yourself and you need to have a very, very high commitment with yourself for you to become, you know, uh, better and have high impact interview skills that can make you stand out in the face-to-face interview. And the last thing that I did uh, was prepare myself for the unpredictable. Here's the thing, we never know what to expect inside of the face-to-face. And because they could change things and because uh, like in the face-to-face Things may like may go wrong. Like another course. For example, if I study um, five questions, right, and I focus myself on just going over those five questions, and guess what? When I go to the face-to-face, none of those questions are asked to me. I may freak uh, freak out. I may lose uh, sense of the interview. I probably, you know, uh, go all over the place. My stories may not, uh, may not um, make sense, and probably I would not use the start method the right way. So I needed to come up with, um, you know, uh, with a, a strategy that um, make me prepare for the unpredictable. One of those things that I did was just like making sure that I have a strategy that I can answer any behavioral questions. Because if you can answer any behavioral questions, it doesn't matter what questions. The interviewer can ask you. It doesn't matter if you don't know what questions they will ask you, you will have that est- a strategy in which you can leverage your uh, answers. And that's what I teach inside of the academy. Having a strategy that can help you answer any questions, any questions, regardless of the type of the question, situational or probably. Um, or probably behavioral, you will have the opportunity to answer those questions with confidence because you already have a strategy on how you can answer them. So right now, I want you to do me a favor. If you have been invited to a face-to-face interview, or you have been selected for um, for a video interview, and you haven't selected your date of your interview yet, I want you to, you know, ask yourself uh, these questions in a very honest way. What is the level of my interviewing skills? How many hours a day do I need to invest in order to become more confident? Do I know all relevant information about the airline? If the interview were today, how confident am I to go to the interview make an amazing first impression and make the hiring team want to hire me you need to make sure that you have answered and honest answers for these questions and that's how you can identify your level of expertise make sure that you know your weaknesses and that's how you will know what to look for next in order for you to prepare yourself Thank you guys for staying into the until the end of this episode. I really appreciate it. Once again, if you feel like you found value on this uh, on this episode, uh, make sure that uh, you can share this on any other platform that people may need it. And once again, I'm going to do a little bit of recap on you know everything that we have talked through these two uh, episodes. Um, the first one and this one. So the remember that the first thing that you need to do is identify your level of interview skills. The second thing that you need to do is go deeper in your research. Make sure that you go deeper, go into the company's website, Instagram, YouTube channel, and gather more information that might be useful for your answers. Then the next thing that you need to do is um, invest in your outfit. Make sure that you're investing money in your, in your outfit and so something that can make you look like a brand ambassador. Then you need, you need to invest time and energy in preparing yourself. And the last thing you need to do is definitely prepare yourself for the unpredictable. Make sure that you have a strategy on how can you answer any question, any type of question, regardless of what it is. Um, you know, with confidence. And if you don't know how to do that, I do have the Inflight Academy. And if you want to know how can you really um, scale your interview skills, I want to say consider having a 15 minutes um, call with me in which we're going to discuss how the InFlight Academy is going to be the right fit for you and can help you succeed and become better at interviewing. It's going to be completely free, 15 minutes, and all you got to do is just go ahead and fill up that survey that I have in the link the show notes and, and then you will be able to you know to schedule a appointment with me to talk with me about um you know your weaknesses and how i may better assist you all right so thank you guys once again and i really love you thank you guys for the love and support share this content on instagram facebook groups and stuff like that and let me know love you guys and thank you very very much for listening to raw air podcast Bye-bye.